Hello, what's up, and welcome to the 353rd episode of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here live with Alex Tuna. Hello. Cracking open a cold one. We are uh, recording and watching live while the Game Awards happen. We're not going to exactly do a full play-by-play, but there are quite a few trailers and stuff for us to talk about when we, you know, get into our open section. And then as awards come out, you know, we might give a little cheers to one or another. Uh, they already fucked over Tunic, as I called weeks ago. So what do you mean? My my biggest, uh, you know, horse in the race is out. Well, remember how I mentioned I was like, well, this this whole like which game is going to win the indie thing is a sham because there's one indie game here that's also in the competition for game of the year. So and it was, it was very, what Stray. Yeah, it was very obvious, and Stray just won. Uh, so it's oh. very obvious to me that clearly the judges already have decided which indie game is the best because only one of them made it into the game of the year competition. Right. So it it, it felt like a farce in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. It was also a terrible decision. I, I like that game. It is not. There are several indie games that played that I think are far better. Um, this seems like one of those things that a lot of people just didn't get to the games and they went. Well, everyone liked that cat game. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you like didn't tell me about... That cat game. <laughs> if you didn't tell me about Tunic, I probably wouldn't have even played it. But I, again, I'm not really the audience. But also, like... Uh, well, how are you not the audience for Tunic? It's a Zelda-like in many ways. Well, it's not that I'm not the audience for Tunic. It's just I'm not really an indie game... Mer. That's so funny that you say that because Hades is what, like how many indie games you've put into again. Like, I only knew games I've ever played, but I only knew about Hades because of Tom. So, okay, what am I? What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say you don't seek that. Out. You let them come to you. Well, like God of War was one of the only games I think I got on my own. Like I did that on my own back in 2018. I did it. Um, okay. But no, if it's not like in the mainstream, yeah, I'm not going to know about it unless you guys tell me about it. Sure. The biggest, best indie games often end up in the mainstream in one or another, but it's easy to miss them, right? I mean, like uh, Into the Breach was one of them. That's one of Again, my Yeah, another games. game I didn't know Great about game. until you told me. Yeah. So, I mean, because they get passed up because, you know, Tunic came out the same time as like Elden Ring. It came out a few weeks after Elden Ring. A lot of people mm-hmm. weren't stopping Elden Ring to play Tunic. And so I, right. I actually think a lot of people that judge this likely didn't play the game. That's also one of the biggest problems with, uh, I think, a game awards in general. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm not someone who really gives a shit about the Oscars or the Academy Awards. It's much easier for me to expect the judges to watch all those movies versus it is to expect people to play these games when they run between 20 to 80 hours. Yeah. So the odds that there are a lot of people judging and voting that haven't actually played these games. I'm looking at some of these um, categories. Best family game? Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. I mean, and that's the, you know, they, they should find better uh, terminology, it's dumb, probably. It's a dumb category. But that's, that's like... the thing. It's like, how do you, it's the equivalent of like movies, like, you're, are you going to do best horror movie? Like, how do you pick the best movie when you're comparing like horror films to comedy? To well, that's this? just, I mean, the whole thing of best this and best that is just so stupid anyway. Well, and that's the whole farce with game awards, period. Like so. best fighting game multiverses. Yeah. And yet at the same time, though, I do want the games that I prefer to win. 
So it's like, I think yeah. this is bullshit, but the game that I think. <laughs> I mean, best family game, Kirby. That, you know, that's cool. Um, yeah. I do want to check out Kirby. I'll probably play Kirby in one of the games I play after God of War. But, you know, the list of games I want to play after God of War is getting long. So, yeah. Let's let's jump into our Pokemon. We'll come back. So they're giving out. Oh, okay. They're, they're right. What, yeah, get, right let's now. get this out of the way. Let's get this out of the way. What's the name of the Pokemon? They're talking about Kojima. So it's the 253rd Pokemon. Let's be. No, 353rd. Sorry, it's the three. It's the 353rd Pokemon. Uh, I have not loaded it, so I don't actually remember. You Ooh. don't know. Oh, it's Shuppet. Great Pokemon. Shuppet. All right. Obviously, it's a soft. No, Shuppet. It's a shadow puppet. Shadow puppet. That's definitely what this is. This is a shadow puppet. Um, it's like a shadow hand puppet. I don't know. I'm and it's and it's and it's and it's purple. I mean, this is almost exactly correct. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a ghost that it looks like a hand puppet, like because it is, you know, bulbous at the end of it, but then it's loose, like where and it's purple. Holy shit. You nailed it. Wow! You just made you know, a Pokemon. I just made a Pokemon. No, it looks like a, a it looks like a sheet on top of, um, like an upside down, yeah, uh, dreidel, uh, not dreidel, spinny top, or even one of the or, like a Christmas ornament, but upside down. Yes, the ones that are like bulbous with a point. So, um, the name origin. Okay. Okay. Sh- holy shit. Shuppet may be a combination of shadow and puppet. Yes, it, it definitely is. I look I'm, I, whoa, 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 Okay, here we go. Pull that back. Pull that back. May. All right. Well some of these are definitive. Some of these say straight out is. True. True. However, no. however, if you look at other forms of the origin, not just the name origin, you could go you can go further with your uh verification right so shuppet appears to be so this isn't maybe a japanese paper doll resembling a ghost it also resembles a hand puppet but it's similar um then you can also look at what it's named in other languages one of them also uses shadow one of them does dolls so it's mm-hmm. like when you look at the other languages as well you can then get further verification so i think in right. some instances i feel confident enough this being one of them especially when you're able to guess it to say i think this is definitely a shadow puppet Right. Fine. Fair. So, something we have forgotten to do as of recent with the what? Pokemon. And I think, my bad. We absolutely stopped what? reading out some of the uh, their Pokedex entries, which actually like, gave us a fact about oh, I don't fact know, about the folks. Yeah, at some point, I think around the time you guys started guessing what the Pokemon were and just go into the name origin, and then we just went into the design and whether or not we liked it. We forgot to actually talk about the Pokedex entry, so I want to read one out to you. Right. Okay, this came sure. in in Generation 3, so I'm going to read Generation 3. Uh, Shuppet is attracted by feelings of jealousy and vindictiveness. If someone develops strong feelings of vengeance, Pokemon will appear in a swarm and line up between the eaves of that person's home. It, what's always interesting to me is if you get one game or the other, you get a different Pokedex entry. So that was Ruby. Sapphire says that Shuppet grows by feeding on dark emotions, such as ven- vengefulness and envy in the hearts of people. It roams hmm. through cities in search of grudges that taint people. The people who write this make the Pokemon sound so much more uh, scary and animalistic right. than they are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's writing these Pokedex? Why are they different Pokedex entries per game thing? 
probably because it gives them a way to like this game you find out this about it this game you find out that about it you know there's there there are many theories in pokemon one is that like if you're playing the ruby game or the sapphire game you're in one universe versus the other which is why you have some pokemon that they don't okay it's a little multiverse thing uh, but is it a multiverse Pokemon. thing? Because then what ends up happening is old Pokemon from b- both generations or from prior generations from both games appear in one game. Oh, so I'm saying like Ruby and Sapphire, same generation, separate mm-hmm. universes. I know, but then a later generation will have Pokemon from both in their universe. Another another universe. String theory. Lots of strings. Right. Okay. Lots All of right. strings. This is like sure. a uh, what's the thread count on the Pokemon universe? It's very high at this point. Mm. Is what I guess I would say. Okay. Um, what game? What game of the world are we doing right now? It looks like a big one because Elden Ring's up there. I guess we'll oh. find out. Ooh, God of War Ragnarok. Ooh. Ooh. You know, Tom was probably last week. It was like we're going to talk big time about God of War this week. No, we're not. Right. Uh, well, we'll talk quickly. Um, I've been playing. A lot of it. Now I can say this verbally um, because I didn't want to write it down because I didn't want Tom to scroll. Best narrative. Oh, this is the guy that was in um, a couple of the scary God of War Ragnarok. Just one best narrative. All right. I. It's a great narrative. I don't know why Elden Ring was up there. I have no idea what the fuck it is. So um, that's like people that like the Destiny story. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. So okay, so let's so um yeah, I've been playing a lot of God of War recently. Um the reason being is that I have taken a couple of days off from work. Ooh. But but didn't tell anyone in my family that I did so. Sure. So just your wife. No, I didn't tell her either. Shut the fuck up. Does she know you? No, and that's why this isn't (laughs) This is so much more interesting than you are making it out to be. Yeah. So the, the, here's the here's the usual routine, right? The yeah, usual routine in the morning. I'm up with the baby around 6 45, 7 o'clock. Britt leaves for work, 7 o'clock. She's out the door. Well, of course, she's not there. She's not there. So I'm here. So I watch and feed the baby in the morning until about 9.30. I log on work around 8, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then around 9.30, um, my mother-in-law or my mom show up, mm-hmm. and they watch the baby while yeah. I go downstairs and continue working just in my secluded area. I'll tell you, when I work from 8 to 9.30 with the baby in the same mm-hmm. room, it's very hard. Um, It's very difficult. So... Uh, anyway, so I really wanted to play God of War. I felt like I was lagging behind. I felt like I was, um, Tom was like breezing through it and I was getting pissed because I was like, I can't do it. So if I took a day off in the real world, right. And told everyone that I did so my mother-in-law and my mom would not come to watch the baby so i would be watching the baby the entire time and since the baby is walking and basically running and they're all the not time coming now, down to bother you while you're working right so this because is... 
if I had to watch, so basically without the mom and mother-in-law to watch the kid, I can't play God of War down here and also watch her at the same time. She's moving around like crazy. I'm running now. So I took a couple days off. Yeah. Yeah. And came down here <laughs> and acted fun. like I was working. I muted the TV. I uh, muted Tom's the television. his mind when he hears this. I muted the television and I um, put my headphones on. I was about to say, you could also just use your AirPods too. Yeah, but I, I just, I just used the headphones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been, I've been playing hours of God of War. What days did you take off? This has just been this week? Yeah. Yeah. How many days? Two. Okay. So it's, this isn't a situation where Brittany's going to be like, well, you still have like 12 days of time off or something, right? Like it's, this is just ephemeral, right? This is, yeah. mm-hmm. this is, this is great. This is the, the most. And I swear to God, if Britt finds out, if Britt finds out from either you, Dan, Tom, oh, no. or I will flip a shit. And I, I would be really pissed. Anything. I wouldn't say I will never trust anybody with anything ever um, again. Hopefully none of our listeners will say. <laughs> Imagine like one of her kids listens to the show. I know. That'd be Imagine. hilarious. Could you... um, but it's been amazing. <laughs> and then you'd only have yourself to blame. I know. I told Tom, because Tom asked. He actually asked me. Wait, hold on. Because I oh, texted Tri-Fate him. Saga says, sup, nerds. Uh, what's yeah. up is Alex is uh, setting Spilling himself up for, for some real real pain from his wife. Right. So I said, uh, wait, where is it? Oh, Ooh, he said, eight. so when I've been texting Tom, like narrative stuff, and he goes, did you give the baby a bottle of Xanax? I feel like you've been zipping through it the last few days. <laughs> and I said, no, I've been having my mom and mother-in-law come. And then he goes, do they think you're working? And I went, no comment. Not writing. Amazing. Not writing, Amazing. at least. Not not in writing. I didn't want a record, but here I am making a record anyway on camera to everyone. Holy fuck. That's incredible. Yeah. So That's absolutely incredible. Yeah, so I've been, bre- I've been zipping through it. Uh, and it's true to, I mean, I hate to say this phrase, but it is true to form. It's very good, just like the last one. The narrative, the narr, you know, the story's great. The gameplay's great. Um, I don't really have any complaints about it, honestly. I, I'm I'm enjoying it, and I think that's the best. What I mean, what did I say? The last the fun factor of this game is high. The fun factor. The fun factor of this game is high Jesus. for me. So that's really it. What's been going on over there? Well, well let's pop in. On. Best you... strategy game: Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Just one. Oh, fantastic! I love that game. And right Great. now, best community supports coming out. It's probably going to be Destiny Two or Fortnite, but it could be it could be any of these. Let's see. I watched this whole video on Final Fortnite. Fantasy. That was I watched this video late night last night about Fortnite about how they uh-huh. they really do uh, play on your FOMO if you're like a Fortnite player into sure. coming back and playing with all the events and everything. I mean, that's else what you have do. to do. That's the point, right? Is like, I know, but it was a video of back? how like yeah, it was a video of like how they perfected it. And how every game is pretty much trying to copy them now. Um, we got a new trailer dropping right now. They just did a, a trail, a teaser for Tekken 8. Tekken's coming back. Don't care. But it did, care. however, have a great tagline, which was Fist Meets Fate, which I'm nice. very much into. You know Speaking what's a game of... that never came out? 
for us on console. What? What's that? It's out on PC. It's co-op game. What is it? Ilo Milo? No, we've been waiting for it for a long time. Have we? What is it? What's a co-op game you and I play? It's got escape rooms. Oh, my God. We were here. Yeah. The game that came out in May that you and I have been wanting to play, yeah, but I can't isn't out on still not fucking out. console, which is ridiculous now. This is this game is that I can't remember the 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 title this is. I, I might have missed it when they just said it, but um, this is that game that like it seems to have like warp gates where you go to different like worlds. It's very like steampunk. It looks pretty cool, but there was a person okay. walking through a cave with a torch, and I was just like, "Fucking, we were here. We were here. What the <laughs> fuck, like man? fucking, we." We're here, you sons of. Bitches. I guess I guess it's good now that like God of War is out and it's not out yet. But, um, I mean, I would like to play that game. I would also like to watch Tom and Dan play the other two games. I know the other yeah. two installments. Yeah. Um. However, especially with Dan's schedule, I don't know if that's ever going to happen at this point. They well, promised it. Promised it. Tom said he's got an end of the year stream coming up. He was going to do uh extra life. So that's okay. what's happening. Oh, I just realized, I, you know, I messaged the group about our holiday game special, which we usually do. Are we doing that again? Or do you guys want me to put together another big fat skinny quiz? Because last year we didn't do the holiday game special. We did the big fat skinny quiz. Instead. Right, it doesn't matter to me. I'll do whatever. All right. Well, you guys got to coordinate on the dates. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out live. Yeah, you know? seriously. Uh, Maybe I'll take a day off and say that I'm working. Um, now, I so, have a question. Yeah. Did you sign up for the Steam Deck? Because they're giving one out every minute. You didn't. No, did I'm you? A, no, you I didn't. Win. I'm an idiot. I didn't. You dumbass. Well, come on. I mean, the odds of me winning was, was slim to none. I mean, uh, do you think Do you think that's true? Do you, I wonder how many people are actually like cause going to submit. Because they're going to give out, you know, a few hundred. Like, the odds are also not terrible. They're probably I'd much higher odds than most giveaways you'll ever do. Maybe. Well, done fucked up. So, anyway, um, you visited. I did. Last week I visited. We recorded You were live. here. Yep. You were here. Um, and uh, you came, stopped by the house for a quick hot minute. Yep. Saw the babe. Saw the babe. Saw the playroom that we have for her now. Good playroom yeah lucky decent, keg good playroom i know decent playroom um what else did you get up to while you were here so after that i uh i went up to connecticut saw Teresa's family saw okay. another baby so i saw four babies so four babies I saw my brother's okay. baby i saw your baby i saw her brother's baby and then i saw her friend's baby uh back-to-back okay. back babes all weekend uh we stayed so her sister-in-law is actually um i think pequot She's uh, Native American, and she she lives on the reservation at Foxwoods. So we stayed at a Foxwoods casino. Got a very nice discount. Foxwoods. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's Fox. Well, I was thinking that all weekend. Because <laughs> you got it. Um, so that was pretty fun. You know, we didn't really go to the casino much, but I got a little little slots in, you know. Yep. Uh, put a little Wheel of Fortune. Didn't really do any other games just because we were out during the day, and by the time we got there at night, it was just too tired to, like, really be hitting up the casinos um went to Stu leonard's great grocery store up in <laughs> connecticut uh, okay yeah yeah the mean, root beer he, here's the big takeaway for me from this weekend i got right. a lot of pokemon in oh okay 
I got a lot. So I had I had a list of Pokemon from my Pokedex of like, here's all the Pokemon I need to evolve. Here's all the Pokemon that don't level up that I need to evolve in a specific like way. Here's all the Pokemon that I had to um, either catch or uh, hatch an egg for because some of them I was just like, you know, it'd be faster for me to just hatch an egg. I knocked all of those out, got them all done. I have a few left that I need to trade. I have um, let's let's see actually how many I think I have two hundred and uh, 383 Pokemon right now. Okay. I think I'm like 17 away from finishing. Uh, I also finished. I uh, here, let me say that again. Actually, I finished the post game of Pokemon mm. because not only when you finish the post game is there like, oh wow, that was like actually kind of a real post game. I still haven't caught the final legendaries, it takes a lot of time. I will say now, um, they tried to do some cool like shrine esque stuff with the legendaries where like more like the Koroks where like you have to find things to like activate these they, they don't hide them well the points of interest where you can find them some of them I'm like okay cool I thought there'd be one here there wasn't but because you have to like find eight per legendary I'm not really spoiling anything here but you have to like come across eight different things to be able to like go after a legendary at a certain point in the game they're really hard to find and I will say this is the first thing the performance actually like affected gameplay because since there is popping and like some draw distance issues, you can't just like easily just like roam through and guarantee that you're going to catch it. You know, like it might not like load in fast enough for you to see it far enough away. So like, you really have to like go over every inch of this game. And at a certain point, mm-hmm. it's just not that fun. I forced myself, I forced myself to, at least accomplish one of them without looking up the locations of these things so that I could just do the legendaries. And it took me a really, really long time. And now that I got that one, I'm just going to use a thing and just look at where their locations are on the map so I can just go and get them because they didn't, they didn't really make it a fun (laughs) part of the game, which it could have been. Um, You could spend the time to do it if you want. I don't recommend it. Uh, the legendaries are super cool in this. They almost feel like Ultra Beasts in that, like, they feel very different than your normal Pokemon. They're also named differently. Um, they're, like, talked about as... And these aren't, like, the ones that are on the covers. You get the... You get your cover legendary at the start of the game. Um, okay. These are, these are like, almost talked about more like monsters. Like, actual, like, scary monsters. And they're designed super fucking cool, and they're very strong. So I'm I'm collecting those. Once I get those and my last few trades, actually Spark, shout out to Sparks in the Discord. I did some trades already with Sparks. Um, I've got some Violet exclusives. Sparks has got my Scarlet ones. I will be done. I will have all 400 Pokemon in the game, except there's one thing left. There are still a few Pokemon where they have these end game, post post game raids. So after you beat the post game, you get access to like, these raids because you are like the most powerful you're considered like the champion of champions essentially in mm-hmm. pokemon um mm-hmm. i'm getting bodied there's like a seven star charizard raid that like okay. it's the only way to get charizard and it is so fucking hard i mean i'm losing six star raids all the time all the time i have never had a reason to learn how to play competitive pokemon or really learn how to like do the EVs or like the abilities, like how to like do these really cool strategies with Pokemon that I know like competitive Pokemon has. This game made it so easy to actually do those things with your Pokemon. And I was still like, 
that's not for me. And now I'm like, well, fuck. If I want to actually complete the game, I have to learn these things because I'm not good enough at Pokemon right now to even beat this Charizard. Like, right. <laughs> now there's strategies online and stuff. I know people are like, just build this kind of Pokemon out, like with these moves and stuff. And like, it works very good against it. I have tried not to look them up. I want to see if I can do it on my own. But I'm also now at the point where um, I kind of want to finish it and put it away and play God of War. So anything I don't <laughs> accomplish basically by tomorrow, I'm going to just be like, okay, I'm looking it up because I want to finish it and not spend more time on it. Right. Right. Because it's a lot of time to put into Pokemon. It, it's sure. reinvigorated Pokemon for me. It's the, I think it's the most fun I've ever had playing a Pokemon game since Black and White or the originals. Uh, it's unbelievable. You're going to have such a fun time with it, especially now that you're going to get it like post-patch and stuff which is right. nice. So, yep. great game. I know there's a lot of people in our Discord and people that I'm friends with that also agree, and everyone's kind of like, it's annoying. We shouldn't hand-wave the glitches. We shouldn't hand-wave the fact that it's kind of ugly. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. However, I've also never had a Pokemon game that's this fun to play. Like, it does so many other things that I've wanted Pokemon to do for so long that I'm like, I'm really annoyed with this garbage. But it, the game itself still plays fine. So, like, fine. It's just not a good-looking game. Like, fine. Like, its performance isn't great. Uh, is it? I mean, uh, you obviously put a lot of hours into it. So, yeah. how bad is it? Or how? Uh, well, I think the performance stuff is, is over. Is super overblown. Um, All right. Sorry, I moved the uh, stream. Uh, just my ADD. Um, I think the performance stuff is super overblown from time to time. But there are some glitches that are, like, really stupid. For instance... I don't know if they've solved it yet, but in the competitive play Pokemon, like where people are battling each other online, um, you know how we used to always complain about RNG? Yeah. So the seed that the competitive play uses in the stadium is always the same. It doesn't change. So people have learned certain moves, like even if it's like a low hit rate percentage, will mm -hmm. always hit like every mm. single time. And so right now it's kind of broken. So like stuff like that, that's an yeah, issue. Yeah, but that's not that's not really going to affect me. So like, right, it's not going to affect you. Here's my question, right? Yeah. If I didn't have access to the internet, yeah, and this game just came out, yeah, right? How note like how noticeable is it that you you'd be like, oh, it's kind of framey? Okay, you'd be like, I it slows down in like the cities or the areas where there's people. And that sucks. But like, otherwise, it's totally fine. Okay. I don't think it affects the gameplay. If it were an action-based game, right, it would, be pro it would be a problem. Like, if it was God of War and you're trying to fight people and the frame rate slows down, mm -hmm. that's a problem. When you're just walking around outside in Pokemon, if it slows down for like three seconds, like as you're running or like possibly longer till you like get out of an area or something, it doesn't matter because you're not you're just you're just moving around right you're not fighting right. you don't have there's nothing that's time sensitive um and because the battles are instance once you get into the battles it's fine it's mm -hmm. it doesn't matter so i think that's that's why i feel like those things suck but they're not that big of a deal okay there have been like a couple random instances where i'm like oh it's like fucking slow to a crawl for a moment here. right for the probably like 80 hours into this game, mm -hmm. it is few and far between in comparison to like, it's just generally kind of like dips the frame rate, like very often. 
the the, right. the frame rate is very inconsistent the whole time and it's also just like not a good looking game which makes the frame rate being inconsistent stupid because it's right. like look if this game looked awesome and they were doing a lot of crazy stuff then sure like hey guys dial it back but instead it's like well why does this look like ass and play like ass okay that's that's why it's an issue i think you're like gonna be like oh this isn't that big of a deal it's very possible i won't be i mean i would say that um speaking of so you talking now about pokemon uh reminded me of two things i wanted to say i think i've already said this point but so as much as i loved mario plus rabbit sparks of hope i thought it was awesome i thought it was a great game i had a lot of fun with it um 100 percented it uh the lack of post-game content really sucked Mm. i I really think that they should have put a a lot more battles in there that were like that ramps up the challenge that's like okay this is post-game now we're ramping up the challenge here you're gonna die you need to really think about your moves so that's that's the first thing i wanted to say really is a bummer that sparks of hope didn't have and weirdly, um, Pokemon has that in a way that Pokemon's never... Yeah. I've never been challenged by a Pokemon game before. You actually will for the first time right. in your life, which is cool. So, and then the second thing <laughs> that I wanted to say, which is I'm going to go... I'm going to backtrack on something I backtracked on. God of War, there's a certain aspect to it you're going to see that kind of reminds you of Assassin's Creed Valhalla just a little bit, just well, aesthetically. I mean, thematically, yeah, too. And just aesthetically. You're just going to be like, okay, yeah. Um, it's got to. <laughs> right. And it, it actually, this game kind of made gave me a, a much, I guess I've got more appreciation for Valhalla Ooh. now, again. I love that game. After playing God of War, because it really made me think, because God of War is as like fun as it is, it's it's very linear, right? Yeah. Like of course. yes, you can go back to other realms and do things in those realms, but the path is very much um laid out for I, I like a guided experience sometimes. Yeah, I don't, no, no. I, everything I not... became so open war. I no, I'm right. not saying you are, but just yeah. you saying that makes me think like for a minute everything became so like you can do anything and it's like you never really could anyway so just i'm very happy that god of war is linear the way that it is and guided and the fact that in parts that are open like when you're in the lake of nine in the original it's open but not ridiculous it's correct it's okay you know you're in like a park compared to a city you know what i mean so okay so then um what made me think of like a bigger appreciation for Valhalla is the scale that Valhalla like took on and everything you actually could do in that game and the narration of that game, the story, everything that you could do. I don't think I gave it enough credit mm-hmm. um, when I backtracked and said, fuck that game. Now I'm actually back on the train. So Valhalla was a lot of fun. I just wish uh, just to say one last thing. That you could have gotten the really good weapons like earlier, so you d- didn't have nothing to do with them by the end. Anyway, those are my two things. Um, and the only thing I want to talk about the game awards or whatever's going on is mm-hmm. that Hades 2 was announced, which for me is like holy shit, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. I was, was there just... any kind of a trailer? There well, uh yeah. There okay. was something I didn't a little... see it. It looked like a little bit of gameplay was showed off. A little bit, just like the main character doing moves. It looks like, not to use this phrase again, but it looks like it's true to form. Like, it literally is Hades 1, just with a new character, new moves, new story, new 
which to me, I love that. I think that's great. Um, I actually really appreciate when a game does that. If a game is really good, their first installment, and you want to like just expand it and do it again, but mm-hmm. you keep it fresh with new moves, new story, whatever, I'm into it. If you try to do it a third time, I think like you lose me. Like I think if God of War comes out and tries to do this exact formula again, I don't know. I mean, I something be... tells me that with this being Ragnarok and with the thing they said that, you know, this is the end of like this arc. Like, this no, I just mean that the next. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a trilogy. I'm saying if we go to the next pantheon of gods, Egyptian or what, whatever, whatever. Sure. I don't want it to be God of War Ragnarok just with Egyptian theme. Do you get what I'm sure. saying? Sure. We got to change it up. But how do you how do you change it up significantly? Well, they brought the Leviathan axe for this arc. I'm yeah. saying, oh, like, you oh, gotta the have... weapons and stuff are gonna definitely yeah, like the, be like, very different. Yeah, like the yeah. axe has got to go. Like yeah. a bunch of shit's got to go, and yeah. the mecha- some of the mechanics have to go. Like the puzzles, think of new puzzles, right? Yes. Like so. Yes, but yeah. Although anyway, that, that third game is where like it gets real easy to just yeah, we've no, got no. this locked down. We've got the formula. Just stick stick yeah, but, to but... the plan. Yeah, but but you know who doesn't do that? Um, I feel I mean, like this fran- God of Wars does because they did like four or five of them before they rebooted it. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying I think Zelda tends to n- not. Mm. We got Ocarina, the Majora, then Wind Waker. That's a pretty big. Yeah, departure. but like functionally, they were all still like yeah, played true. very similarly. It was just like, oh, this yeah. one is. Uh, a time-based thing and like it's like these smaller like areas okay what do you think is one the, is like what do you think is the biggest world, fran- i guess okay what do you think is the biggest franchise that has changed it up it's a tough question because i mean inherently the whole reason you have a franchise is that like you find a winning formula people like and they just want more of it so you just it's fair but, just but god of war it. did change it up well yeah but after five games also true Right, so that's like Zelda did a bunch of like 2D games, and then they did 3D. Like it was big, it was a big jump. GTA did a bunch of, you know, 2D games, and then it went 3D, and then it was like true open world 3D. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Mario changes from game to game. Like Mario is, I I would say that because think yeah. about this. Yeah, Mario. After changed. Super Mario 64, they could have yeah. done a fucking Super Mario 64 two and three. They Mario Sunshine, as yeah. much as it was similar, it was so fucking different. It was sure. very different. Same with uh, Odyssey. Same with Galaxy. Like, Galaxy 2 is the only time since the N64 that there's been a sequel to right. a 3D Mario game. Yeah. But even then, it is still... I don't know. That's a really tough question. If you're... Listeners, what do you think? What franchise uh, most often reinvents its games in a significant way? That's a great question, I think. I'll have to think about it. Tom will probably have some bullshit answer. We'll find out. <laughs> um, so did you watch that Jedi Survivor trailer? A little bit, but we were doing testing and yeah, so, yeah. Yep. I mean, Tom asked me about it and or about the new that the fact that the new one was coming out. And I yeah. said I didn't play I tried to play the first one. I got about an hour and a half, maybe two hours in. And I just I would honestly, at the time that I was trying to play it, it was too hard for me to stick with it. You, you know what I would suggest? As to you? stupid as that sounds, I would suggest 
because I did this with this game. I love okay. games now that let you change the difficulty on the fly. I think it's great. I think it's great. And I'm really tired of the first like hour and a half of almost every video game I play these days. Mm-hmm. If I can, I will put a lot of these things on their easiest setting now for the first mm-hmm. like hour or so until they're done holding my hands. I'm like, you're going to hold my hand through this first like hour and a half, two hours till like the game actually opens up. I'm yeah. going to make it as easy as I can so I don't have to pay attention. I can just fly through this section of the fucking game. Right. I would suggest you just stop it down because I'll say this. The story is so good in that game and the world and the atmosphere. The gameplay is good, but like the beginning is like, especially when you don't really have force powers, you, you kind of suck as a character. Like, right. You yeah. You want to get through I, I that fucking area. Pl- when did I start? I started playing it uh, right, like, I would say month three of the baby. It was, I think it was in between when I was done playing Hades and before Halo came out. Yeah. I think yep. that's when I tried to play it and I, I just couldn't, I didn't have time. Like, yeah. I didn't have time to, this, I did not have time to get good at this sure. game. Yeah. So I was like, fuck this. So I let it go and then played Halo. We played that for a while. Then I got into Elden Ring, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, Plus now you get to play. It's got it's had like a big uh, patch on the current gen consoles, so you can play mm-hmm. like the updated version of it. Looks runs way nicer. Yep. Uh, you should go back to it and play through. Even if you right. just play through it on. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I take it all back. If you want to play the new one and you care about playing this first one, do it. If you don't, do what I wish I had done with God of War, and just just watch like a 45 minute video of like the story and what happens on it so half an hour video so i almost so i didn't want i i I didn't want to let you down right Uh so i have been trying to watch one piece sure of course i'm trying to watch it right like i'll watch a couple you're at the slowest worst part and i i I only got through some of that i mean i remember early days i was like I was able to get to like good moments more often because I was able to just churn through episodes. You yeah. can't. No, so there's no churning. And also there were other shows that came up that like yeah. I wanted to watch like yeah. Andor came out and I was like I really want to watch that. And then Britt and I started watching White Lotus and I was, so I was stay like Ooh, Sunday nights, it? huh? How is it? It's good. Um predictable. Sure, but you know did you know the writer of that was on Survivor? Yeah, I just watched that season a few weeks. So, ago. <laughs> so I didn't want to let you down, right? So I felt like I was going so slowly through One Piece. Yeah, I was. I thought to myself, hmm. So I don't want to let Chris down. Sure. So how I do I? That. How do I not let him down? I was I thinking need, of you watching... clip this audio section and send it to Matt because he said he would watch Lost if I watched One Piece. A year later, he hasn't watched Lost. I watched One Piece, which is like mm. watching Lost like ten times. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like so much more. Yeah. So I was, I was thinking of every so often <laughs> watching YouTube video summaries of every arc and telling you I watched it, the show. But then I was like, no, like it's still pretty good. Like, don't. It's it's because it just seems so daunting right now. Well, because it I, seems so I have overwhelming good news for you. Oh God! I knew about this. I didn't suggest it to you because I'm an idiot. Okay. 
there's a fan edit called One Piece. It's basically supposed to be One like the Piece. Dragon Ball Z Kai of One Piece. And it okay. does a couple of things. One of the one of the big things of filler in One Piece isn't just remember how I sent you like skip these episodes. Mm-hmm. It's not just like fake stories they added in to fill it out. It's also like Irrelevant. we're gonna add in a bunch of flashbacks. We're gonna edit like during reactions, and sometimes they're nice. I'm like sometimes like oh like this mm-hmm. was like a good moment. That was like a good editorial like decision mm-hmm. like to do that one. But they do it so often that it's just absolutely egregious. One pace only gives you stuff that's in the manga and is canonical and gives you nothing else so they cut down the anime and it it gets you up to like a third of the way into the series actually it gets you even more it gets you very far there was one episode it was with like the i don't know if you're gonna remember this but there was one episode that was with the treasure chest dude yeah gaiman yeah and the clown yeah that was like just a whole episode about them and i was kind of like what is this about oh that was should have been on the skip list it might have been it you gotta was check late. the skip list you gotta skip, yeah, but skip it's list. late night no like, i know, late I know night I know. it's like 11 30 at night the episodes are just going it was just those two guys right it's just them it's just yeah no that one was that one was fake in fact i think when i started watching that episode i was like what is this i was like is, i need to yeah. know if this is real and i was like yeah, oh it's bullshit i'm not point? watching this so yeah i i it crossed my mind to watch YouTube summaries of the arcs to get to the really good shit, yeah, to to not let you down. But I am, but I was like, no, you know what? No, keep keep at it. If it takes a, if it takes a year, it takes a year. So has there been no? Oh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about that I, I don't saw... know how much because I'm looking at the one pace thing and it looks like it's like really cut down. It might be a little too much. However, yeah. like uh, I'll find out. I'll look into it further. The other but... thing I wanted to talk about real quick was that um, I did watch something about uh, Diablo 4 coming out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It looks, from what I saw, it looks really good. Great. Looks great. Um, as a as someone who's played Diablo, I thought, I mean, I played Diablo 2 a ton. An absolute fuck ton. I loved it. I thought Diablo 3 was good Ooh, best multiplayer game not great um diablo 4 looks awesome it's just i guess i have just low expectations well because diablo 3 launched it like such a shit state like for post-game content for trading like resources they're yeah. also trying to charge you at the wazoo for fucking shit well that's uh, the thing like like diablo we'll 3 what it actually is i did like out. diablo 3 i did beat um i had a great time with it you know as i said it was i would say it's good not great i played through that with you it was a good time yeah it was good it was a fun time it was a good game um i you know um but hold on matt Matt just texted me and he's like dude this is so boring i could have fucking watched this from home like i'm sorry but like i don't know what's going on here with this show jeff but you're just blowing through like five awards right now, like off stage, and then they'll go back to like a music performance or something on stage. I don't know what's going on with this show, but Wait, this what? Is, he's doing like six awards in a row right oh. now. He's blowing through them like they're meaningless. No one comes up on stage. There's, there's like kind of this kind of sucks. <laughs> so they're trying to make it not an award show, more like a variety show. What the hell's going on? Dude, I have no idea. With awards sparsed in. No, uh, whatever. Um, Most I anticipated guess... games, Zelda. Are we going to get that trailer today? Come on. 
I guess, yeah, for Diablo 4, I'm just, uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Yeah. Because I thought Diablo 2 was fucking fantastic. World premiere. It is. It's Zelda. Oh, my God. This is it. Zelda, here we go. All right. We're talking over this. We're going to, you want us to talk over this? Well, no, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, the trailer's not going to play on our stream. Holy oh, shit, that, that looked good. I mean, I'm watching this, a, a flying thing. This character, this thing looks like something out of, holy fuck. Oh, no, this is Horizon. Oh, I thought it was going to be Zelda. It's Horizon. Dude, oh. I just, uh, yeah. I was like, wow, this looks so good. I you know what it was? I it's the blue that it has that yeah. like light blue. I was like, Oh, it looks like Zelda flying. On I was about there. to say, I was about to say to you, this, this yeah. Island doesn't look. Oh, well, no, of course it's not made. It. I was like, it's just like a what video, you know, <laughs> Nintendo um, still loves to do their like pre-rendered videos. Ooh, we're going to Hollywood. That's why that's so annoying. Stop doing that because their hardware blows, dude. Why can't Nintendo do a really like banger, uh, hardware piece? I don't know. Has to be for the, the day family. they put out the Switch Lite should have been the day that they also have been like, and hey, here's the Nintendo ho- Switch Home, and it's like well, a four hundred dollars like still... Switch, and it doesn't it doesn't undock because yeah. it's just a brick and it's really powerful. It, I just also feel like they just they just still have this mindset that like everyone's gathering around the TV and playing Mario Kart on the like no dude like that's not happening anymore that was and they also have this mindset of a lot of people don't have more than one tv so like switch so you want to play portable i mean look here's the thing it's one of the best selling consoles of all time they're still fucking making yeah. like they haven't had to drop the price on it i mean look it's it they is increase the price on it you could buy the switch oled is more expensive than the original switch and it's the it's, same hardware uh... it's got a bigger screen because this this you know what it is like you can take it anywhere it's a great it's great yeah it is as too much bad as that i it, want it's too bad to that be... it also sucks yeah exactly <laughs> like pokemon it's great but it sucks it's great but it sucks exactly <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, I, so, but... there's part of me that's always wished you know Boy, if Nintendo was just a third-party developer, didn't make the hardware, but then they wouldn't make these games because they make these fucking games because they make what like, is just all of it is you know this this whole award most anticipated game like fuck off like that it, that's so dumb. Oh, we have the cast of uh, award Last of Us. Damn, Last... I really was hoping that was going to be Zelda. I don't give a shit about Horizon. Um, also. Okay, that's best game multiplayer games, but this is all this all has to be games that came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually I was thinking Modern like, Warfare 2 pretty good. Because I was thinking like best multiplayer game. Like it, it would it be possible that like a game could keep winning like unless somebody dethrones them? You know what I mean? I, I think the answer actually is yes. If it's uh, a game that um is ongoing because they do have best ongoing game you know mm-hmm. um oh they have best okay however like the odds of that happening are very low mm. just because i don't know i don't know if fortnite is like still eligible but it's you know no one even talked about bayonetta this year that game came and went it came out yeah 
Oh, I guess all I focused on or came all went, I heard dude. about was the was the voice actor controversy. That was when the game came out. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Came and went. No one cared about it. Everyone talked about like, oh, Bayonetta's coming. Bayonetta's fucking here and gone. Uh, do you mind talking to yourself for 10? I'm going to go with 12 seconds while I go grab something to drink. Do, do whatever you're doing. Well, so we gotta uh, keep so the listeners. He, so, so Matt, for the listeners, is like, this is boring. I saw Matt and Emily are at the Game Awards. They're going to go out after. I thought about going just to go to the post-show uh, party. Um, not worth it. Uh, I did consider back and forth, but it, it's just going to be packed. Last year when I went with Tom, you had to wait in a long line just to get into the bar area. I know it's going to be the exact same deal this year. Um, also, it's going to be kind of a bummer. Like, a lot of the people that are going to be there just got laid off. So, it's like, I, I don't really need to be part of that. Um, meanwhile, Matt, who did go, which, like, tickets are fine, but they're not. Like, they're nothing. He's like, I could have just done this at home. Which I agree because, like, this is, what, the first award in eight that they have someone come up to accept? Like, what are we doing with this show? wait so god of war got up for best narrative but all these other games no one came up they just did like several awards jeff was just standing there and going and this one goes to this and this one goes to this like boom 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 and it was nothing no one accepting award they didn't even like show like a screen of the game like there wasn't a recorded video from the team being like thank you it's just the next one to the next one to the next one are you looking forward to this last of us game I like game the show TV show yeah um i was like i'll watch it and then they announced that anna torv is in it and i'm like i'm gonna watch the fuck out of this show wait who anna torv olivia dunham oh of course yeah so who yeah, does she I'm, play who does she play um his friend or whatever is it colleen was the name Ooh, i'm not gonna remember i don't know why i asked you because i'm not gonna remember the names okay well, well. Wait, it's Jeff Keeley's show? Yes. Yeah, he do- he produces this. The Game Awards. Yes, he produces it is produced by Jeff Keeley. Just like Summer Games Fest is produced by Jeff Keeley. Look, I worked with him when I did e- the E3 show. Like that is his thing. He's not just like the host. Like he is like he is yeah, neck like, deep in that how, water, man. He, it's not like the Oscars are are presented by Oscar. Well, no, but it it's but they're but they're presented by the Academy Awards, right? So there is no uh, yeah game, the Academy, no, but there is no video game union, right? So there that uh. needs to be a like company or someone behind it. And Jeff Keighley, who's like sort of made a name in himself, or like you know he did the Spike TV Awards first, and then now he did the mm. Game Awards. Like it's easy for him to be like Jeff Keighley's producing the Game Awards. It, you know it it makes sense. Um, we do have the Dice Awards, the developer kind of self awards, but self well, i mean is it, it hold on is it let me ask you this is it the game awards presented by jeff Keeley, or is it just i think so the yes. game awards no i think it's the game awards but there's also like it's presented by jeff Keighley. well i understand it's presented by but is his it's name... not jeff Keeley presents the game awards i was so gonna let's... say is it jeff Keeley? it's not jeff Keeley presents awards? the game that's awards. a little ridiculous no, it's not it's not that's it's a not. little get over yourself situation um, let me tell you he fucking gives he cares a lot He cared so, like, you know, when I, when I met him, you never know what it's going to be like when you meet the 
talent on screen because a lot of the times your talent is also a producer or an executive producer, but that mm. also can mean nothing. And a lot of the times it means nothing. A lot of talent or names that are attached to shows don't do any level of production. They literally just show up and they, you know, present their stuff. And every now and then they'll be like, I'm going to comment on this, but they don't, they're not behind the work. He was behind so much of that show. Like every single video game, like that, like any segment that I was producing on that show, mm-hmm. you know, there had to be like a lot of information for him. He wanted to know about it. He wanted me to tell him like what the interesting parts about it were to present it because he didn't want to get up there in front of something and just start talking about like, whatever we wrote for him like he was like i need to know everything about this like can you tell me more about that and then he was like talking to the developers and he knew all it was so i don't know put his name on it i think it's totally fine because i know i can tell you for a fact he's probably doing the majority of the work <laughs> so all if right. i was doing all the work and i was presenting the show i'd be like you know what this is my fucking awards <laughs> and i think that's totally fair uh um, all right all right you know you heard it here. There's other people. They put their name on stuff that they probably have no business doing it, but they're a big enough name that they get to do it. Like that. if you said, if you were like Chris Humes presents unranked, I'd leave. <laughs> I'll see you. That's it. Uh, That's I'll tell you right me. now. I would never want to do that. Um, <laughs> Chris Humes presents unranked. No, <laughs> Alex Marinello presents the unranked podcast. I'd, I'd see myself out yeah. if I ever suggested that. There's only one person on this podcast that might want to do that. Oh, we all know who that is. Damn, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, uh, I think you should uh, Jedi Survivor. I think if if you really are like, I'm just going to play this so I can play the new one, just go watch a video. I am probably am just going to watch a video. Just go watch a video. I then. probably do am that. just going to watch a video. Yeah. Just do that. I don't know if I care enough to play that much of a game. And then you can just play, then you can play the new one. <laughs> because right. when I did it the other way, and I was like, I'm going to just burn through God of War, and I burned through the original one for like the week and a half leading up to it. And then I was like, don't really, I'm not super excited to play the new one now. <laughs> it's right. Like just, right. Just played this to get through it, which also was me like not enjoying it as much because I'm like just trying to get through right. it. Right. Especially if it's just, especially with God of War Ragnarok, which is like literally a continuation of where you left yes. off in the other one. Yes. I just feel like, the four year gap in between the games it was perfect like it was i'm itching to play i was you know i finished the game yeah. i was itching to play it um you know i was like oh my god i can't wait for the next one to come out the anticipation builds you get to actually play it and you're like oh wow it, it lived up absolutely so, i don't want yeah you wouldn't want to go from finishing god of war to being like all right let me play the exact same thing well with some, not only with, wouldn't you want to do that but as someone who did it you don't want to yeah yeah it was look it was a great game i just i was only playing it to play the sequel so like i wish i i kind of wish especially because i had gotten like halfway and i knew what that game was from where i left off i didn't even Mm -hmm. need to do it to experience that because i knew what it was so i could have just fucking so i made a mistake with that uh one piece by the way the anime is about to be caught up with like some of the biggest moments that have happened in it okay and the last few weeks, even this week's new episode of the manga, it's mm. so fucking crazy. Out, so I, I don't. This isn't a spoiler for you. It should have been mentioned at least at some point now in the show. But like, getting to the One Piece is like getting to that last island, right? Like this is yep. this is what Goal says, because the whole reason he became king of the pirates is not just that he's like 
incredibly charismatic and like is able to draw people to him or incredibly strong and powerful. It's also that he did something no one ever did before, which was he went to every island in the world. He visited every landmass in the world. Mm -hmm. And so there's that last island where it's like, oh, this is like where like once you get there, you'll get the one piece. But no one knows like you have to you have to go through the same journey to be able to do it. There have been so many theories and things that like Matt and I've talked about, like, oh, what's going to happen when they get there? What what is it? What are they going to reveal? Is it going to be this? It's got to be these things, right? Mm-hmm. Over the last few weeks, the number of things that have been revealed, and they are not fucking there yet. They are absolutely not at the One Piece at all. And I'm like, I texted today. I'm like, Matt, what the fuck are they even going to reveal now? Like, this is unbelievable. Right. I can't believe all the things that are happening right now. He's like, I have no idea. He's like, it must be something that no one's ever even considered because at this point, all of the things that have just been like revealed about this like series and that are happening right now, One Piece, are so like we all thought these were like end game moments. Right. So we're like something crazy that we just we haven't been able to guess is going to happen there. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited. Uh, but yeah, right. there, there's one pace. Uh, there's hopefully that might have some spots for you to kind of skip forward a little. Like I said, when I watched it, it was a little easier for me. It's like watch a bunch at once. So like, oh, when those moments came up where they're like giving me flashbacks and stuff, I'd grab the like, you know, timeline thing. And I'd be like, oh, am I just watching like a supercut of like flashbacks and shit? I'd be like, cool. And I just fast forward through it because I'm not going to rewatch those. Sure. You know, um, mm-hmm. but that's harder for you to do when you're like laying in bed and you're just trying to put it on and zonk out. Right. Not not exactly the same. Um. I'm curious. You just sent me a gift. Yeah. You know what's funny? I've been um. Hey. I haven't put it up cool. yet because I'm still deciding where I'm gonna put it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it is very cool. His legs look so funny when they are. Yes. The legs are the hands of the clock. Yeah. That is a Taskmaster clock for yes. you non-video Sorry. people. Um. So, okay, we could talk a little bit about Taskmaster. So, the season 13 Judy Love season, um, actually, Judy Love won me over big time because the only time totally I had ever agree. seen her, the only time I had ever seen her, I had seen her on the Big Fat Quiz last year, and she was on an episode of Countdown, and I found her to be not very funny and kind of like almost to the point of annoying. On Taskmaster, though, everything she did just hit. Like, I was like, this woman is fucking hysterical. She's like, I couldn't, I was like, I think we had to like get to know her to find her funnier. You had to get to know her to, I think it's true. You had to get to know her. Her is that she doesn't try. And that's like sort of annoying, especially on other shows. But then I agree. Like, I was not super into her at first on Taskmaster. I think I had the same journey as you. By the yep. end of it, Therese was like, oh, she's so fucking funny. She's she's so you have to I, I, yeah, you have to get to know her. Then also that that season 13 for me ended up being one of the funniest seasons I've yep. seen in a while. Yep. Um, which is which is now in contrast, I would say season 14 is might be might be one of the more unfunny ones. Oh, I'm loving 14. It's I, good. Well, I just finished it. Don't get it's, me wrong. It has it's good. It, the the peaks don't match the thirteen peaks. It doesn't have any no. of the like really high peaks that thirteen no. has. However, I really like the cast in season fourteen. Oh, I'm gonna probably I might get hate for this, but 
I really just don't find Sarah Milliken. Oh, I love Sarah. Any kind of funny, any kind of endearing. Maybe she'll win you I over. Just, I don't know, man. I've she's seen... she's she's like very abrasive about things, which I think is like very funny. Like I think Munyan's hysterical. I love Munyan's Dara. So I've seen Dara before. Yep. Uh, Fern is fucking hysterical. Fern is so so is John. John's so funny. John, I was gonna say John's the funniest one for me. John is the funniest one. Yeah, Teresa. He's so John fucking is funny. Favorite. Well, Dara and John are Teresa's favorite. And and Fern, the Fern, like being like in her own like little world while she's doing the tasks. Yeah, is also hysterical for me. Yeah. And like when Alex just talked to her and she's just like, I'm tired. She's got a little bit of duty love in her. A little bit. Yeah. Right. But in that, like, are... she's like, what do you want me to do? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. But for me, Sarah Milliken just doesn't do it for me, man. Oh, I'm a big Sarah fan. You know what? I would say, I would say the least funny season for me was Johnny Vegas. Look, the least funny season. season has to be the pandemic season. I think that is the yeah it is yeah it is it's, it is it's but like also that man that made it so much worse it did it did I, and that's I, on a rewatch yeah. I've liked it more than I liked it the first time I saw it and mm -hmm. part of me wonders if I was also just so miserable during the pandemic at that point yeah. that I was like fuck everything everything I mean even even Taskmaster is ruined by this yeah. <laughs> and then the, I guess the other thing I mean to me the funniest season is probably still Rod Gilbert's season I mean that to me was like peak. It was so funny. Sure. I also the original season is oh one the OG is one of the funniest. Yeah, uh, the there's funny, a new trailer the season right now after for Mario. That, I mean, all these people who don't watch Taskmaster or listen to this talk right now are like, "Can we move on, please?" Um. Anyway, so I think Dara makes this season though. I think he's like yeah. I, what I like about Dara so much is he's such an obvious fanboy of Taskmaster. Yeah. Like I've I've not related more to someone in taskmaster mm -hmm. since maybe like uh who's who's the guy that won the first season the very very first season yeah josh whittacombe yeah josh like josh also really wanted to win like especially on champion of champions like yeah. dara reminds me a lot of that too where Wait, like did champions we... of champions part like number two come out it did yes did you it's see only it? one episode though which I'm annoyed about, and I really one hope episode. They do. I know. I really hope they do two episodes again in the future. No, I think they said it was a scheduling thing. They just like couldn't make it happen. It's all women, right? It's all women and Ed Gamble. No. I don't think it's no, 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 no. Champion of Champions three w might be all like women and like or no, right? It, it's two women or three women. I think it's all women, but Ed Gamble. Is it? I mean, Google it because I don't want to Google it because yeah, I'll find course. out who won. But I'm pretty sure it's four women and Ed Gamble. It might be. It might be. Oh, you're right. It is. Okay. I thought it was. I thought it was three and two. Okay. No. But uh... It's, uh, Ed Gamble, Kerry Goblin, Lisa Tarbuck, oh. Lou Saunders, and Richard Herring. No, it's three and two. Richard Herring. The fuck is Richard? Oh, right. Richard Herring is great. Yeah, yeah, Richard Herring. I forgot that he won. Se yeah, season 10, he won my least favorite season. Yeah, he was also the best part of that season, though. Yeah. Wait, so see, and then, hmm. What was season 12? I, I gotta Google So this. seasons 11, 12, 13. I'm not gonna tell you won 14. I just watched it last night. But seasons 11, 12, and 13 were all women. I have yeah. it open. I can tell you who wins. 
so you don't have to be no i see it all right yeah yeah anyway yep well we'll have the new year special coming up and then season 15 in spring there it is and then we'll have champion champion three that's crazy that we're already there uh so they just did a, a new trailer for the mario movie alex i saw uh, this chris pratt thing it's like really it's really strange it's really just the worst isn't it it's i don't Shouldn't know we'd be like really excited for this like i remember how pumped i was for detective pikachu yeah I'm, i've got nothing like that for this yeah and visually no. this movie looks amazing it does it looks really good Part of me thinks there's something a little bit less interesting about it because it's fully animated, which I think is a, like kind of a really unfair and annoying comment because I don't want Mario in the real world. But there yeah. was something special about the CGI of Detective Pikachu and Sonic that makes it seem like really unique because of the way they made everything look realistic that Mario is missing. Because Mario, I'm just like, yeah, I've seen a lot of CGI. Like, nothing here is, like, blowing me away. Like, I'm not like, ooh, look at this image. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's just better-looking Mario. Like, it's mm -hmm. all still CG, though. Um, I don't know. I I'm trying not to be down on that. Matt got, like, really upset when everyone was just making fun of it because he was so uh, excited that he cried when he watched the trailer. But Mario is, like, his favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I don't think I've ever cried... Oh, I'll tell you what though. All right, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. So I think I might I might have said this. Yeah, go on. I can't. I don't know. Maybe I said it last year. Maybe I didn't. You say but it now. I watched the Hey Arnold Christmas oh. special. Oh, so the Hey Arnold Christmas special for everyone who doesn't know deals with Mister Wynn, one of the boarders in Arnold's boarding house, and they do kind of like a Secret Santa thing, and Arnold gets Mister Wynn. Uh, He's a and, Vietnamese immigrant. Yeah. And in talking with Mr. Wynn, Arnold finds out that Mr. Wynn during the Vietnam War came to, uh, had to give up his daughter, his baby daughter, and her, she got taken back to the States while he was left in Vietnam. And it took him 20 years to get out and he still hasn't found her. So Arnold goes to the Office of Information and tries to find her. He fails, but Helga succeeds. She knows Arnold wants that for Christmas, and she gives up her Nancy Spumoni snow boots to the worker, to the guy there, and they find her and they reunite her with Mister Wynn. Uh, interestingly, she never appears the daughter ever again in the show. Even when Mister Wynn becomes super famous as a country singer, she doesn't show up, which is weird. Uh, canonically when when did that episode take place i'm curious season one. Season oh, okay one. wow yeah then it is strange well but i guess she's off I... in college sure so <laughs> we never see her again but here's yeah. what i will say that episode hit differently now that i have a daughter so in terms of the tears there may have been tears the... flowing when I can't Mr. believe Wynn this had is to give up. up right now. This is what? unbelievable. Well, well, good. That's this is amazing. I'm glad that you finally become comfortable enough to say something like this on the podcast. Because what in the, the past, when Tom about? or I have been like, "Oh, that that movie or that scene is tear jerking," you're like, "You cried? Like you would be such a <laughs> such a dick." <laughs> cry? There is no cry. But there is um, there is so this. 
phenomenon. I can't remember what it's called at the moment. But you okay. learn a fact or you hear a thing, and then you're hearing and seeing it everywhere. You aware of this? Okay. And it's just because either the information is more relevant to you right now, so you're actually right. looking for it, or you're never aware of it. And the second someone makes you aware of it, you see it everywhere. It's like, wait, is this always like... And so then people equate that with like things beyond coincidence. And it's actually like, no, you just were ignorant to this like before. It's... But there's a phenomenon. I can't remember what the name of it is. I'll look it up later. Um, but I just weirdly had it like happen like where it's like it feels so coincidental and it's strange but two weeks ago or like week and a half ago when i was traveling for my brother to go visit my niece uh i was listening to a podcast and someone was like oh have you ever cr- video game ever made you cry and i remember being like fuck a video game ever made me cry like come on, fuck <laughs> a video game and then two days later i'm playing pokemon you didn't stop i'm gonna stop you right there Stop you right there. So, so hold on. You are not going to tell me. Yes. Oh yeah, that Pokemon. Yes, made you cry. Yes, the 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 newest video game. Yes. So here's the thing. This game uh, actually has a great story in it, and what okay. it has several stories. But one of the stories, and you'll understand why in a moment. So I haven't really talked about this on the podcast, but one of the stories is this guy has his Pokemon got like really, really, really injured, and it's. He can't like the Pokemon Center can't heal it. And so he's trying to find these herbs to heal his Pokemon. And it's a dog Pokemon. And I just lost my dog a couple months ago, which I haven't talked about on the podcast because I was still pretty depressed about it. And the second that happened, I was like, oh no, this is not going to be good. Right, 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 right. And then I I became very motivated to just focus on this storyline. Like I was doing parts of the storyline ahead of when like I probably should have been doing. So I was like, I got to save this dog. And then eventually like something happens in the story that like, I wasn't like full on crying, but like there were, there were, there were some, it was, it felt very humid. There was a, uh, I don't know if I got something in my eye. But uh, mm-hmm. it got to me. And then I was like, son of a bitch. Just like two days ago, mm. I was like, no video games are going to make me cry. And then I'm like, right. oh, no. <laughs> right. Hmm. But it could have been any video game with a dog. Yeah, but it was also just very specifically like he's like, oh, they're, my dog He's like my best friend. He's, he's sick. Yeah, like, I but... can't help him. And like you're, 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 the whole storyline is like trying to heal this dog and he's like really sick. And like every time like something happens yeah. in the story, like it gets like. I'm gets, trying like, to mitigate it. Ugh. Ugh. So. But, but yeah, like this, that's the thing, right? With when movies or TVs like can make you like upset. It's because typically of other circumstances outside of those movies or TV shows in a way that you can relate to it. That's like what gets to you, mm-hmm. you know? So like, that's why Mr. Wing got to you now because you're like, oh my God, what if I hadn't seen my What if I had today? to give up my daughter right. in a situation like this? Right. It, would, it would be, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you probably felt like a fool. <laughs> I get it. So, but then, like yesterday, I watched Rush Hour, and I said to Therese, "What are they going to do Rush Hour for? That seems like a movie everyone will watch." Right. Just on a whim, too. I was like watching old movies, and I was like, "I'm going to put on fucking Rush Hour." Um, and then this morning, I wake up and I see Jackie Chan says Rush Hour Four is coming up. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy that Rush Hour Four is on its way. It's so weird. I, I I put it on like as a 
I was just like, I want to watch an old movie. I just rewatched uh, Mission, Mission Impossible 3 earlier in the day. And I was like, Why? oh, he goes, great movie. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's just like, what made you watch uh, Mission Impossible 3? There's a lot of movies that uh, I like to just like rewatch from time to time. Or like every now and then I'll be like, what's a movie I haven't watched in a long time? This is one I hadn't seen in a while. Um, I used to do that with the Bourne movies. I used to love to rewatch those movies. I almost watched a Bourne movie. Because I would just like started searching. I just typed in like a genre and I was like, oh, I could watch four. And then I was like, ooh, Mission Impossible 3. Like, don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. do a little, get a little JJ in right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mission Impossible 4 is my favorite, though. I think it's the best by far. Oh, yeah. It's also almost like a reboot because five and six, like straight up, just follow the formula of four. Like four, right. like became like the new version of. But then again, three actually like brought the franchise back to life because three is really good. Two was fucking hot dog shit. It was <laughs> Mission Impossible Two is such a bad movie. I saw that with uh Constantino Vakalopoulos and Dave Randall. <laughs> what happened to that guy? He moved back to like uh Finland or something. He, right. he moved back overseas. But that Did that's he? how long ago that movie came out. It was very, 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 very bad. Um so yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing Pokemon this week. Going to play some God of War. We're going to watch a bunch of Andor this weekend. Uh, cause we haven't really watched it. We're just going to start it over. We only ever saw the first episode. Um, mm-hmm. going to watch some Christmas movies and stuff. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there you go. We're going to go see right. Violent Night. I'm excited to see Violent Night. Oh Violent. yeah, that looks good. Yeah. I, I think that looks very fun. Uh, you want to do a little? Uh, we're not going to do news because news is happening. The right news now. is happening right now. Yeah, yeah, hit it. There, this this award show. I thought we'd have more to talk about. Trailers have not been. Uh, I mean, there's 15 minutes left. There should be one more big thing. Like, I don't know what what it's going to be, where it's going to be. I don't know what this is. This like monster sports game looks kind of cool. Oh, actually, we've seen this before. But um, I don't know. I was kind of hoping for Goldeneye. I was kind of hoping for a Goldeneye Shadow Drop. Because they, when they announced it a couple months ago, they said coming soon. Okay. And that seems like the kind of thing that's like will be available on Nintendo Switch expansion and, and Xbox Game Pass starting next week. You know, like but very easy. What is for this monster game? It's like, it's like, it's like sports with monsters. Sports with monsters. Yeah. But then you see it like this and you see the dice and then it suddenly just gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it too. All right, go ahead. Questions uh, for the pod. Questions for us. All right, questions for the pod. Uh, all right, Will Brown wants to know, who do you like more, Tom or Dan? <laughs> <laughs> what I a like, question. I like them both equally. What a question, right? I hate them both equally. Oh, no one even asked that. You just offered it up. No, um, no, I'll answer it. I'll answer it honestly. Whoa. Um, no, are you fucking? I'll just I go with whatever Alex says. I literally do not have a Tom or Dan preference. Ooh. All right, how about they, this? They both bring unique things to to my to my life. I, I agree. I'm gonna say overall, it's grab bag. However, oh. let's let's throw a few scenarios in here. Alex, okay. you're gonna go to see a movie. Who are you seeing it with, Tom or Dan? Oh, okay. So in a movie, here's the thing. Tom has tried to talk to me during a movie. 
I knew this is what you were going to say. So and Dan will just sit there with and watch the movie. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on the movie, Tom uh, will want to talk even more about the movie at the end. This is Dan. unbelievable. I was immediately going to follow up, but wait, isn't it important on who you want to have the discussion with in the aftermath, though? Um, and that's that's my that's my okay. Yeah, you're going out for food in the city, food and drinks, food and drinks. Um, but you haven't picked the place. So you need to pick the place together. Tom has been known. Oh, man, I'm putting people on blast. Tom has been known to show up in pajamas. Dan will what? dress. I'm the- sorry, what? Dan will. You didn't notice the fuck he was wearing to the podcast last week? Was he not just wearing like sweats? I mean, they oh, were pretty. They were pretty comfy sweats. Really? They were like almost to the point where it's like, really. Um, I guess I just literally didn't pay attention. So, I mean, Dan's always been right there, Johnny on the spot, to go out. But, like, to a restaurant? Like, what? Mm-hmm. what is this, a date? I mean, if, I guess if it's a date, I'll take Tom just to <laughs> keep it going. Because uh, he'll, he'll always have something to talk about. Yeah, and plus, you know, yeah. I might get lucky at the end of it if it's Tom. <laughs> All right, last last one. You're going to a theme park. It could be a water park or a roller coaster park. You choose who you, who you bring in. I got to bring them both. I can't yeah. pick between the two of them on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Epic Neckbeard wants to know, I've been making my way through Pentiment, and I'm actually blown away by the unique visual style of the game. Are there any games that you've played that have had a unique visual style that captivated you? I mean, my first one, and it's weird because you, anything we say that's not like newer has already just been done over and over again. So it's like, well, it was unique at the time. But of course, I have to say Wind Waker. Yeah. I got to open with Wind Waker because I feel like that's like one of the first games that when I played it, I was like, oh, my God. It's like I'm playing a cartoon. Like, this is amazing. I've never seen anything like this. That was a game that I was so disappointed that it was going to look like that. Because we had gotten oh, yeah, Ocarina and Majora, and the next like evolution to me was even better graphics. Like well, and we had gotten realistic. that teaser. When right, they and we had gotten the that Cube, teaser. The space I remember teaser, that which, teaser. Yo, by the way, you go back and rewatch that. It is, it's really ugly. Like in yeah. fact, like you look at it and you're like, man, I'm really glad they didn't actually do this. Like this yeah. Zelda and Link, they they look like knockoff Zelda. <laughs> right. So. And then when it was going to be sell, sell, when it was going to be what Wind Waker ended up being, I was so disappointed. But once I started playing it, it was incredible, incredible, and I absolutely loved it. So, yeah, I would go with Wind Waker as well. I'm trying to think. Mm. I mean, also, so okay, another one. Um, has to be uh oh, fuck what's the name of the game yoshi's island no yoshi's island was cool um the black and white one on xbox it was like uh it was on minute? it was on arcade huh minute no no um it's the guy that made inside 
You're gonna have to. I don't know what the yeah. Hell I'm, lo- about. I'm looking it up. Limbo. Oh, Limbo. Limbo. Yeah, yeah, Limbo was good. Limbo had a really cool, unique art style when it came out. That that blew me away at first, and I was like, I have to play it just based on the way that this looks. Um, 3D dot pixel was like a game, and it made everything look blocky and pixelated, which was cool. Uh, but like 3D at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Time Force. That was an Xbox 360 game, and this was like early in the like indie game like pixel res- revolution. And had those like big chunky pixel characters uh, where you like rewind time and stuff. That was a really cool looking game, I thought. Um... Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna Google some. I mean, we're coming at the end of the show. Are they not gonna have like one last big reveal? Matt, of Matt, War Matt has for... just been texting me, being like, this, this show is fucking lame. <laughs> God of War won for uh, accessibility. That's cool. World premiere. What okay. is this? Find out right now. The Fallen? All right, we got a knight of some kind. This could be one of these Xbox games. What the fuck is that? Am I ahead of you? No, I think I'm watching World Premiere. All right. Are you watching on Twitch or on YouTube? Uh, it's on the Polygon website. Oh, okay. Looks like Dark Time. Looks like Elden Ring. I mean, yeah, it looks like Dark Souls. Yeah. Which but is cool. I, is this that Xbox game that's being made um, that we never really saw anything from since the Series X launch? That's what I'm wondering. Waiting for a title here. Oh, Cuphead, dude. Oh, yeah. Cuphead. Cup, oh, Cuphead. Oh, my definitely. God. Yeah. By the to way, go the back Cuphead to the Netflix show, year. pretty good. Yeah, Cuphead. I mean, the, the, my problem is I'm never good at, like, you got to give me a list or something. I'm so bad at just, like, thinking of. Yeah, this Fez. literally looks like Elden Ring. I mean, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, could this just be an Elden Ring expansion? Oh, yeah. Is no, that what it's it called is? Lords of the Fallen. Oh, I, I don't, I don't love that uh, aesthetic, which is part of yeah. why I never played the Dark Souls games. And Elden Ring had so much more color going for it that I was like, all right, I'm going to try this one. These games just aren't for me, so I'm just never going to play another one of those. Yeah. Dark <laughs> to just, hope, dare to the, hope. Not the game for me. No. Borderlands. I was gonna say Borderlands, but some of it is just regular old. Yeah. Run of the I, I think Borderlands is good. All right. There's there's quite a bit there's quite a bit of games that like visually I see it and I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to play this. All right, there you go. Like, it just looks like. Who are these people? Is that Michael Madsen? Knows, man. From Kill Bill, isn't that his name? Anyway, Bill. yeah, from Kill Bill, in the middle, isn't that Michael Madsen? The I don't remember. That's a movie I haven't seen in a very, very long time. Um, All right. Anyway, uh, do we have any more questions? No, 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 we're we're gonna we're gonna see what the fuck this is at the Game Awards. Okay. Oh boy. 
like why did why, why did they drag an Al Pacino out for the game? It, that's Madsen. I mean, sure. Yeah, it's Michael Madsen. He looks like shit. Yeah. No offense. He was a lot cooler like 15 years ago. Yeah. I think I think uh not so much anymore. Oh my god, he like is really old. Yeah. Yeah. What is happening right now? We're getting a trailer for for some crime game. Oh, there we go. Michael Michael Rooker. It's called Crime Boss. Oh my god, are they gonna beat GTA to GTA Vice? Because that's what this looks like, Tuna. It does. This looks look like, like some that. other company is like. Fine, you don't want to do Vice City? We'll do Vice City. Yeah, and what's Rock funny is K they are City? doing Vice City, but uh, I mean, this looks exactly like Vice City. I mean, visually. But this could be a cyberpunk situation, but this looks pretty fucking sick so far visually, Tuna. Yeah. I could go for I could go for a little open world uh crime shoot 'em up. I, I could I could go for that. Vanilla Ice is in this? I mean that's not necessary. Danny no Glover? One needs, no one needs vanilla ice. Or Chuck Norris. I don't need those, but uh Crime Boss Rock K City. All right, that looked interesting at least. Yeah. Chuck Norris. The scene to row thing was a fucking debacle. That game is broken. It's it's you know it's so hard Madsen. for them he... to do it mm -hmm. to make like good um open world games, which is why like so few places like really try to go after anything even GTA like. Yeah, but now that we're a couple years into the new console, and literally the fucking last GTA was made for the 360, it's like we need something. Like we need a modern version of this, right? Because it doesn't exist yet, not really. Come on, be stray. It's gonna be Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. Look at this is what I'm talking about. Do so you see what's happening here? Uh I clicked away. One award, it. another award, another award. <laughs> here we go. Best indie game. Stray. Like Wait, they already did best indie game. They did like best indie design or something. Or something, I don't know. Or best indie debut. Best action adventure game. It's gonna have to be God of War. What is That's, happening? This is what I'm saying. This is how he's doing the awards. I, I don't. I don't think this is this is how this should be done. This is a little. <laughs> but I think what it comes down to is. Oh, here you go. Here's your ongoing game. Yeah. They showed that one He's, already. He is rushing this just, shit. They're just replaying those. They showed that already. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be over. Like, there's this ends at 7.30. So, they're either going to end with something big or Rock Hay City. Well, I really what don't about like best, saying What that. about the best game? Game of the year? The, 
What? I thought they did Game of the Year. Oh, they did Game of the Year? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. Oh, maybe not? I thought that was... Uh... Let's see. By the way, did you Best... see there's like a four a 4v4 Crash game called Crash Rumble? I mean, I'll no. play it if it's on like Game Pass. So the best RPG was Elden Ring. Best action adventure game was God of War. Oh, okay. So they didn't do the final one. All right. I just assumed one of the many awards God of War won and they went up for was was it? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe how quick he just like rattled those off. I know. It's unfortunate. Okay. Well, they're running a little behind then, it seems like. Um Yeah. Because they just announced Reggie is... In There's, the like, no one in these seats. Are you watching this? There's no one sitting in these seats. You know what's surprising about that, right, is they gave out very few uh, media passes this year. So I think they were hoping to sell more tickets. Uh-huh. They should have just given out more fucking media tickets. But I'm guessing, like, maybe they need to cover costs because they use pretty big theater for this. Yeah. They use the same theater that... um the Microsoft Xbox press conferences and it's the mm. I don't know if it's still called the Nokia theater but it was called the Nokia theater this new Fortnite looks fucking unreal dude <laughs> I didn't I didn't prepare a game so we're just shooting the shit at this point let's let's wait until oh. uh yeah I, but we also have a full episode that's just game coming up so it's kind of like yeah and we're gonna be you know hanging while the game awards is on it's just the two of us. It felt like, uh, let's just chill, you know, man. Um, sure. We'll we'll cut this once the game of the year happens. We'll close out the episode and we'll do a little post show ramble about whatever nonsense we want. When are you gonna open Marvel Snap? It's on the phone. Oh my! You're not playing more than one game at a time if you're playing on the phone. I'm not playing more than one game at a time if I'm not playing on my phone. If you're playing on the phone, I feel like a mobile game doesn't count. Oh. I have the accounts. Oh, you want to see my uh, new rug? Okay. Yeah, I'll show the podcast. I'll send you a picture. That's not like a metaphor, is it? I'm going to take a picture. Okay. So this is great content. Um, just a couple guys sitting here in silence while Chris takes a picture of his rug, which I don't know what kind of rug we're talking about, but, uh, oh boy. All right, I'm back. Is this rug supposed to, am I supposed to recognize this rug? Uh, no, it says Marvel. Oh, I can't tell that from the picture. Yeah, but that's especially cool. Especially with the angle, especially yeah. with the angle. But yeah, it just yeah. it says the words Marvel kind of. Like I thought you were going to be like, "This was the colors. rug that was in Desmond's." That's underground that's because I like I like to buy things that are like actually in the show. Yeah, they actually walked on this rug in Listen, the show. I have continued to look at lost props, and every now and then something comes up, and I'm like, hmm, "How is it still coming up?" Well, people resell the props. A lot of people buy these things to sell later. Uh, I almost bought the original drawing for the Blastor map, like the one that they made, like the sketch of and everything that oh, would yeah. then go 
like it was like the production notes um but they were charging a little too much money i thought about it though oh my god it was like 900 bucks though and i was like if this was like something that was in the show i would have paid for it but because it was just the production like oh reggie what we're painting it's so funny that he's this motherfucker he hasn't even worked in games in like seven years that's not true he went and worked for gamestop for a little while and then left yeah okay i'll show the uh the best game direction how far behind are they oh i see it yeah it looks good and there's a cat How did this guy get into games? He just doesn't seem like someone who like. Well, he was the uh, CEO or whatever of um, Domino's. Of Domino's? Yeah. Wait, or what? Pizza Hut. Yeah, or Papa John, like one of these, one of these big pizza places. So then, how the fuck did he get with Nintendo? A lot of a business places guy. just hire people like to do business. Also, like keep in mind, Nintendo of America, not Nintendo, right? So Nintendo of right. America primarily does marketing distribution. They don't actually do development. Not really. Right. I don't know. They might be they might be involved with like retro, which is like the only, I think, American mm. developer. There might be a new one now. I think there was a smaller studio they bought at some point, but like all of all, you know, they're all basically in right. Japan. So how far behind are we then? We're not we, but how far behind are they? I mean, they said this this ran until 730. So they haven't done Game of the Year yet, and it's 7.35, so they're at least five minutes behind. I'm going to the Twitch feed, because I'm just curious if it's always ahead. Best game direction goes to Elden Ring. Which is unbelievable to me, because it was kind of, like, it was cool, I thought, at first. I was in love with the idea that, like, you had to discover things, kind of like an old video game. But then I played a game that actually made that a mechanic, which was Tunic. And it wasn't right. just like bad design and like direction. Right. And I'm like, oh, actually, Elden Ring kind of got this effect by accident just due to their own incompetence. And uh, Tunic did it like purposefully. And this is like way better. Right. All right. How many... I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Elden Ring deserves a win, though. I mean, it, it, that game was uh, unstoppable this year. Early in the year, at least. Yeah. They must have been annoyed knowing God of War was coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if this is going, this isn't another hour. No, no, Matt. <laughs> Matt just sent me just the sleeping emoji. Oh, <laughs> he's just sitting in there. Damn, oh, that is unfortunate. All right, Why we got a trailer. I... What do we got? Is this Air Force One? What? Well, no, the trail, the, the plane, it says United States of America. It has a steel on it. Right? So it's got to be the Air Force One plane.
is this cyberpunk yeah it is it sounds like keanu it's cyberpunk if this game if someone comes to me and it's like hey the game works now and yeah. it's like fun but from what i remember like even the like not broken parts of the game people didn't think were fun because like the ai was just like really bad so like enemies would just spawn in front of you yeah it's unfortunate because visually it has like i mean the style of cyberpunk i thought was fucking awesome like all right it would appear it would appear there's only one category left and it's game of the year we got elba here idris elba elba baby Is this DLC? Why wouldn't it be? Because they, what if they could just sell it as its own thing? Oh, okay. Right? Because think about it. Um, Oh, it's the real. You're limited if it's DLC to only the people who bought the first one. Right, right, right. If you can make it, it's like, I don't know though. It it wasn't clear. How much do you think they paid Idris to do this? The fact that he did um, mocap, yeah, probably more than it than it was worth. That would be. Oh, here we go. Global oh. announcement. Here we go. Come on. Be Zelda or be. Nope. <laughs> Come on. These bastards. Nope. And I Namco. I love that you just went, nope. I mean, that game's coming out and fucking soon. Yeah, you'd Supposed think there'd be. be something. Supposed to be. Yeah. But Nintendo always, they can do whatever they want. It's true. Nintendo can show up three weeks before the game comes out and goes, here's a trailer. And everyone will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They could also be like, what? We gave you a trailer already. Like, you've seen our trailer. The right, game's, you've seen the trailer. Out. Game's you've out next it. week. You know what the game <laughs> is. Right, you know you know who I am. And I'd be like, well, I don't appreciate being talked to this way, but I'm going to buy it. <laughs> right. You know who I am, damn it. All right, so Beat fire. fire. Matt, you know, this is the whole teaser. For... I mean, so what was that? That looked like some kind of meteor impact? Yeah. Looks like a meteor impact with red fiery it reminds me of one piece when they don't like want to animate and they're talking but they're just panning over a still <laughs> image there's a lot of older anime that does that too yeah oh shit i mean i don't want to get suckered into this kind of bullshit because they can make any game look yeah, really I mean, none of like this, this none of this looks but this is i mean alex yeah we've yet to as far as i'm aware We've yet to actually have a really good mech game, which is so stupid. Because, what are you talking about? Okay, Titanfall, Titanfall is you're right. so good. Titanfall is the closest we got, but you spend so much time out of the mechs. Yeah. You know, like the mechs are like when you get to like get your final smash almost. You know, it's like, I want a mech-ass mech game where everyone's just in mechs. Like, where's my great Gundam game? 
I mean, is Gundam still relevant or is it just, yeah. Is oh, it there's though? a great, there's a great new series on uh, Netflix Gundam yeah. Witch from Mercury or was it Netflix? Or was it Chronicle? Anyway, check out Gundam. All right. People are, people are raving about it. This is the longest trailer for something that like, I still don't really understand. Oh, it's Armored it Core. Is. Yeah. I mean, Armored Core has been like the de facto mech games. I played them though. And I always felt like, um, I always felt like the scale was wrong. So like the mech didn't feel big and it just felt like I was playing with toys. Okay. You know, like they fucked up the scale, like Titanfall, because it was made with more modern hardware too. And it was like first person game. The scale was right. Like you're going through the city and you feel huge because you're like bumping into shit. Right. Sure. And there's like small people. Armored core was like very sparse where there were things and like objects and like very open worldy, like in the fact that like the levels, there was just a lot of open space. So your huge mech just didn't feel like a big towering behemoth like it should. Yeah. And then it's like, well, what's the point? Like, I could just be like a guy in a suit. Wait a that second. That was just a commercial. That wasn't so, a, a trailer. So hold on. So I, I just realized the Mario trailer has Luigi in like his real Luigi voice being like, Mario! And Mario's Chris Pratt. God, it's Chris Pratt Mario. I'm so mad about it, dude. If someone were to, like a voice actor, were to be like, hey, I redid all the Mario lines. Yeah. Got to download this audio file. Just yeah, sync it. I'd be like, I'm going to watch this bootleg-ass fucking Mario. Movie. I also can't believe Honestly, that, like, Nintendo was cool with it. I want to get, like, the French version or, like, the I want to get, like, the Japanese version of, of the movie. And I might just watch that with subtitles. I, I just still can't believe that they were cool with Chris Pratt. Like, maybe because they think Chris Pratt is loved by all Americans and they think he's the... Or the studio behind it is, you know, and that's right. how you market every movie now in the U.S. is like, oh, don't get, like, good voice actors to these characters. Just get, like, right. celebrities. Just get celebrities. If some of them are people. good, like Keegan-Michael Key, Charlie Day, Jack Black. Good choices. Sure. Like, sure. Like, they actually have, like, really fun voices. Like, that's actually, like, where some of their comedy comes from. So I know they can do it. It's okay, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. Never I don't get know, Chris man. Pratt. But, like, he already did, like, a kind of funny... He did it with the Lego movie. So, like, yeah, can't do that again. I mean, I think that's probably why he got cast in this. Because if you think about it, in some ways, Alex, Mario is one of the most boring-ass characters. Oh, 100%. Like he's like Mickey Mouse, right? Yeah. It which is so funny because Pikachu, who is arguably of the same level, is not. Pikachu has so much character to Pikachu. Right. Mario right. is a boring, empty, like shell of a like avatar like character. Same with Link. It's boring as fuck. Yeah, kind of. What is he gonna say? Kind of true. Could you imagine all of a sudden he starts talking in a movie? I feel like there are a lot more emotional moments in the Zelda games between him and Zelda and like Tetra and his sister, like in vast Zelda games Mm -hmm. that gave him a lot of character and emotion that like Mario has none of really, you know, for Mario, it's like Peach has been taken. He's like, Bowser, I'm going to get you, Bowser. (laughs) I'm going to get you. Yeah. I'm going to win. Unbelievable. These are some long ass commercials. Let's fucking go. Very long ass commercials. 
Jeez. All right. I think I think we close the show out. We keep going on the post show because this is we don't know how long this is gonna go. Well, they're gonna do the game award right now. Are they gonna yeah. do it right now? All right, we'll do it right now. Well, you know, no, no, I mean no, look, if you want to know right, who won back. game of the year, no, you, you get it in the post show. We're back. We're back. Yeah, the show kind of uh we were really going strong and then we were like, Well, we'll try to end it when the game awards are over. Well, because it's I mean, you know, we're off off clock here, seven forty-five. I know. I'm telling, it doesn't look like there's, those, there's, there's a producer a backstage who's like, seats. who's just like, let's go. What do you think Tom's doing right now? Is he just like doing the game spot like Twitter? Could we have watched him? No, he's not. He's not doing anything like that. He would have told oh, us. No. He would have shared it. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what Tom's doing. I think we should just do the thing in the post show. Huh? He doesn't have an award in his hand. We don't know how much. Like, I mean, it is the final award, yeah. but this guy's got no envelope. Yeah, but we got a nothing. Final Fantasy first before we got the final. Jesus, when is it gonna, Alex? Hey, Alex, here's a good, here's a good dad gaming joke. When's it gonna be the Final Fantasy? <laughs> right, the final, final fantasy. God, that joke. So many iterations of that joke for so many years. It's really enough. All right, yeah, this um. If you want to know who won Game of the Year, listen to the post show. Well, that's that's really only for our Patreon subscribers. It's a thing. If you, then you'll never find out who won Game of the Year. Alex? Yeah, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter and PlayStation. Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. Uh, I mean, I, I, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't use it, but Christian underscore Humes. Maybe one day I'll be back. <laughs> like... Uh, I'm still still holding out to see if uh, what happens there. Um, we're the Unranked Podcast. Thanks for listening uh, to us ramble while we watch this. Like not not great, way better last year. War show last year I thought was far better. This year I don't really know what's happening. Um, also, no banger trailers as far as I'm concerned. Unless you're like pumped for what was that Rock A City? Um, Rock A City. Maybe maybe, maybe Final Fantasy. Maybe you get it up for Final Fantasy you're happy right now i'm not uh so yeah we're the interact podcast come check us out go to our show notes all the information's there join the discord like that's really where it's at man um questions for the pod is there drop us a line hit us up leave a voicemail i love the voicemail 805-738-8692 or 805-RE-R-E-TUNYA-T-U-N-Y-A if you want to get tuna leave us a voicemail but until next time and for as long as we keep this ship sailing Cut the music already. Sucky Game Awards.